What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Deadly Nut of Butter podcast. It's where I talk about, mainly about me, actually. Dead ass serious about that. Mainly talk about me and technology related things, and that's about it. That's just what this is for. This is me talking about me. Well, almost like a, a live journal, if you will, or an audio journal that people used to do way back in the day with, you know, blogging sites and they got all personal and shit. I kind of do that here, but kind of not. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know yet. We'll see. I have some shit to talk about. Mainly, uh, I'm rebranding, actually. A little bit of rebranding. I, I, I am part of a kick-ass Discord. They all give me a nickname called Dilly. It all started because I think, I think it was, what was it? Ubisoft. They had a character limits on the name, on my name. So I couldn't put Deadly Nutter Butter. I had to abbreviate it to uh, D-L-Y and then Nutter Butter. I believe that's what it was. It could have been something else. Maybe. I don't remember. doesn't matter. Anyways, it was D-L-Y, Nutter Butter. And they just uh, ran with that, actually, and just called me Dilly from there on out. And I was like, fuck it. This is go. Let's just run with it. And I, I actually kind of like it a lot. I really like it a lot. And it almost makes me wonder if it's be worth, like, re... I don't want to say rebranding, but just renaming some stuff to just Dilly. I mean, it's... It, it's I've, you know, it kind of suits. I don't know if you ever watched Rugrats, but yeah, it kind of suits. If you ever watch Rugrats, I can see it in myself. So I think, I think Dilly is kind of nice. Like the Dilly cast or the Dilly reviews or I don't even know. what the, I, I feel like Dilly is like, I don't think I can use that as Twitch thing simply because it'd be, I mean, it's way too short first and foremost. Like I feel like it was already probably a streamer to out there that has that as their name and it's, it's whatever. It's fine. Obviously, I'm not the owner of it, but you know, it'd be kind of cool to be kind of fun. That's all I'm saying. I don't even know what the, I don't even know what I would go off. Of. I mean, nothing else would really change behind it. Just be like a name that most people already know me as. So I'll go with that, and it'll be uh, it'll be fine, it'll be great, it'll be dandy. I don't even know what to say. But uh, dude, fucking work this past couple of weeks has been just fucking annoying. Really, really aggravating, honestly. Uh, mainly because of, well, actually the good reason why I came back to this is because of the shit they, uh, they, I want to say put me through. I kind of volunteered for it cause I was super excited about it, but the shit that kind of, I guess resulted in the end of me going through, uh, some stuff. It was like, they, uh, they wanted to start a podcast. So I was like, Hey, that sounds like a good idea. I can help with that. I'm into podcasts. I like I wouldn't call this really a, a great, nah, this is definitely not a good podcast, not even a great one. This is just, I don't know, spewing ramblings of something. Anyways, I always didn't do it. I like the technology behind it. I like the uh, the concepts behind all the podcasts. I think they're all beneficial in their own way. Obviously, each one has their own place and each one has their own audience. So I was super into it. And I was like, let's go, let's do it. And uh, they said, okay. I was like, dope. And I got signed up for a uh, workshop that went on for quite a long time. I believe it started in January, maybe February, but maybe January, maybe late January. It was definitely in the new year. Anyways, they they, uh, they tasked me with that. So I was like, cool, I'll do this. And each week it was like a lesson. And it really just started you off at the uh, the very beginnings of a podcast, you know, developing an idea behind it what you want to achieve with it, who your audience is, everything. So I was like, this is awesome. This is great. This is exactly what I needed to uh, get started. And obviously, 
uh, I didn't take that with me to this podcast because this is, I mean, basing the workshop off of uh, this. Uh, yeah, no, this ain't it, chief. This ain't it. This ain't it at all. So <laughs> I uh, did this workshop thing weeks, 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 worked on it. And uh, basically they, uh, they, they didn't like what I did in the workshop, kind of. My idea was to have people, experts in their field, come on and talk about topics of the world. Things that are happening, current events, current social issues that are topical. And we, at least I, the place I work at, a university, has you know professors, people who are experts in their fields, who can talk about these subjects in a very informative manner. And it made sense to do. Like, how do you like not do that? That seems like seems like a no-brainer move, you know? Like we have these experts here, we have these experts in the field, let's use them. There's some great stories within these some of these professors, even like one professor I already interviewed, not for the podcast, for it was actually for a video that never got released. Imagine that. Uh, she actually interviewed Ted Kaczynski way, way back in the day after, well, not, not before the bombings, but after the bombings, she was one of the few, maybe the only one actually at the time that actually got to interview him and I have an interview, not only just interview him, but also have tape recordings of the interview as well. This was a rarity. It was a kick-ass story. She had the tape still. She had the, uh, the actual recorder she used still. All in a nice little briefcase. It was awesome. We got our whole story. I actually interviewed her for like 90 minutes. 90 minutes. And I was able to condense it down to like a 10-minute little video. Like a little, I wouldn't say documentary, but it's kind of like a documentary. But anyways, and I was like, this is awesome. Ah, this is great. This is going to get some views. This is going to get some tractions. It's topical because at the time, a uh, documentary was being released on, I think it was like Reels. It was coming out on Netflix too, but it was definitely on Reels Documentaries, I think it's called. And uh, it was coming out, topical, could have gotten a lot of views, could have gotten a lot of traction, and they didn't run anything with it. So I was like, fine, whatever. Waste of time, waste of effort, everything, just a waste on a really good story, nonetheless. And they did nothing with it at all. And I was like, fuck. I guess that's time. I guess we have to retire this story. And then about a year later, this podcast idea uh, emerges. I was like, dope. This is like another, this could be a resurgence of this story that was killed off and kind of like, it wasn't like really just like hard stop killed. It was just slowly drowned into obscurity and never brought up again amongst uh, the ranks. So the podcast was a way for me to bring the story back. And uh, nope, that's not going to happen now either. And not even that, but like there's other professors on the campus that, that can speak. Like we have experts in philosophy. We have experts in cyber criminology. We have experts in health. I mean, we have all we have a guy who specializes in elections. I learned a lot of things about our my United States election process that I did not know before because of what happened, uh, well, in this election cycle. Uh, a lot of things I didn't know about, like I didn't know about the certifications. I didn't know anything about that. I didn't know like each county had to certify their vote. I, I, it seems it seems weird to say because like when you say like, oh yeah, absolutely. It makes sense for a county to have to certify their votes for the state to certify it and all this shit. It makes sense for like security reasons. So I was like, it, you know, you never really 
thought about it because it always worked the way it was supposed to work. And then it obviously tipped over in a major fucking way. So it, it, it definitely may opened my eyes to some of the, uh, the processes in this election. So, uh, my idea was to bring him on and at least talk about the election process and see how, you know, what was normal. What, what does this mean? What is this? Why is this here? What processes this, uh, help protect us from and no that's not going to happen either all these ideas that i thought that would be at least you know maybe not maybe i mean it would be hard to break into this market simply because there's already so many podcasts out there that do something very similar in this vein i mean an expert talking about a topic they're an expert in i mean that seems really easy to do i mean it's a simple it's a simple concept it's easy to execute as long as you got your contacts and really we have the greatest contacts you can possibly imagine. I mean, we have people teaching in these areas. Why not? It seems great. I mean, not even like, and I know we're talking about politics and health and science, but we can also bring on, I talked about, as I said, mentioned earlier, philosophy, uh, the philosophy of like artificial intelligence. I think that'd be a cool topic to talk about because artificial intelligence, I think I talked about this before. It's kind of, it freaks me out a little bit. Like the idea of, taking our conscience and just downloading it into a computer and then having that operate as if like, it is very sci-fi obviously, but at the same time, how far away is it? I mean, I don't think it's going to be that. I mean, maybe not my, well, maybe my lifetime, but the way down my lifetime, uh, this idea of downloading our conscience to a computer or make it, maybe having a artificially created conscience, I mean, that's just fucking wild. I mean, it, it kind of like takes the idea of our human experience, what we see and perceive, <laughs> what we see and perceive, taste, uh, hear, everything, everything that is the human experience is just binary code at that point. It's just fancy ones and zeros and a computer can process it and I don't know, <laughs> it can process it just like we do. And that for some reason, it, it kind of like, it kind of freaks me out because like at that point, it knows, it knows, it knows what it is. It becomes, I want to say sentient, but it becomes sort of sentient. Does that mean if it knows what we know and it knows about life and death, does it also, you know, have, does it also have rights? Like, can it, can it have rights? I don't know. And that's the thing that I kind of want to like, I would have an expert on, you know, like maybe even the uh, political science guy. He could be on there too and talk about like rights of, I don't know, artificial intelligence. Is it a thing? Can it be a thing? Who's to say like it, it, one, one smart ass intelligence or one smart ass AI, like sure, probably uh, won't be able to do much, but you know, over time there'll be more and eventually there'll be like a whole thing. I don't know. It's, that's kind of like obviously very sci-fi is, but still, why can't we take, why can't we have an episode? talking about this exact thing, like just an expert. And then, you know, an average person like me talking to this person, asking questions, seeing what would be possible. Why can't it be possible? You know, and it's just like, obviously it, it's, it would be like a educational thing, but also it could be, you know, just purely entertainment as well. I mean, it could work on both ends. Why not be entertained, but also educate at the same time. Uh, 
this is all like stuff that I would be super interested in a podcast. And I believe a general audience would also be interested in. I mean, obviously maybe the sci-fi thing would be very specific, but still hopefully it'd be somewhat entertaining for a more general audience to get into, to understand, to just follow along, be like, Hey, this is actually kind of interesting. You know, what a weird idea. What a weird thing to think about. You know, I'm glad I know it, but I didn't have to know a type of deal. They said no. <laughs> they kind of just said no about this whole thing. And now they want to take all the work I put into all the pre-work I did in this workshop, which was literally scheduling an interview, doing a pilot episode, writing episodes, coming up with a name, coming up with the, like like cover art and everything. And, 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 and they decided to go a completely opposite direction. It's a good direction too. It's really good. It's really sexy. It's professional development. I don't even know what the fuck that means, really. Like, professional development, a podcast, like, it can work because of the institution I'm in. It can work, absolutely. But at the same time, I feel like we're limiting our audience very much so. It's simply because we look at any of the top performing podcasts today. What is always be, what is, what, I mean, just take a guess. Just take a guess. Okay, enough thinking. The top performers are always something about politics, something about music, entertainment, and then murder mystery type shit, like true crime, basically. Those are always the top performers, always. And that's just the top four. The top five or top 10, I don't have memorized. I don't even know if that's the top four or like in order, but those are four categories in the top 10 for sure. And the top 10 is never, ever, ever professional development. I'm not saying they're not popular. I'm just saying for a general mass audience, professional development is probably not the play. Why not? Uh, simply because like, it's like I said, it's not sexy. Like no one is going to sit down and listen to a professional development podcast for entertainment. And now there's probably some podcasts out there that do it very well and make it very entertaining. But at the same time, it's not something that people would probably just gravitate to. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know. I can't even make a joke about it. Cause I don't know. I don't know anything about professional development podcasts. Like I thought about listening to some because I get an idea. Cause obviously I'm gonna have to produce something professional development podcast related to get this thing rolling and watch it fail. And then just cry about it. Cause like I, I was like, Oh man, I was so amped up for this project. Like I put a lot of work and time into it. I was so happy to be doing it because I've been waiting for a while to do, cause you know, like sometimes when I do these video interviews, when I do these testimonials, like I break it down, I take the, like this 45 minute interview and then break it down to easily two minute digestible video to be thrown up on social media, which is fine. But at the same time, I'm like, this would be kind of a cool podcast episode. You know, this could be like, a, like I, I kind of like this. I kind of like what they're saying. And I kind of feel bad for like, just like taking like this 45 minutes, an hour long interview and then cutting it down to sound bites that could work together and then just shipping it off to social media without any like further elaboration on what they're saying. Like, I feel like I'm like cutting them off and cutting their message in half and not really giving like the full the full experience, I guess. Like, it's almost like, I don't know how I really put it, really. I would say, I mean, there's definitely like a food equation here. Not equation. Similarity. Uh, whatever the word is. I can't think of it right now. <sighs> Damn. Simile. Is that it? Maybe. I don't know. But, you know, it's like you're not giving the full the full thing. You're giving the, you're giving the crust of 
pizza. You're giving the bread without any of the actual flavoring on top, like the sauce, the cheese, the meats, the vegetables, all that is being left out in the video. But you know, you can still eat the bread. That's that's obviously you know fulfilling for some people. But it could be so much more. That's what I was really hoping to do with this podcast because then we can we can release multiple things we can have multiple uh i think in the movies industry they call it like a high concept idea and that's where i was kind of going with this like we have of like a, a story a written story a short video three five minute two minute video however long it needs to be and then a longer form version in a podcast episode and i was like this is this would be this would be great like in case you know they don't want to read fine that's fine our our blogging website does very poorly analytically i have the numbers to prove it and the videos do i sometimes do better sometimes do worse i I don't know it depends on the subject it it depends on the person as well but they do okay i mean i'm gonna be honest here most of the time it on average we have literally uh seven seconds of view time before it starts dropping off like we have an audience, all of them for seven seconds. And after that, it starts declining and it declines very quickly depending on the video, depending on the person. Sometimes it kind of drifts down a little bit. And then after that, it, it stabilizes. But, you know, seven seconds after that, they kind of start leaving. So and that's mainly because like we post to Facebook, Instagram, you know, the, the sites that have an endless cycle of content where you can just swipe up and there'll be new new content to see. So people tend to not want to stop and just watch a two minute video on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, especially Instagram. They don't want to do that. They're on the move. They're on the move. I mean, look at TikTok, for example, that application, that social media platform is so wonderfully and beautifully and disaster, <laughs> just full of disasterly built platform because it's very much designed for easily digestible content 30 seconds or less actually it might be up to a minute now i forget anyways you just keep swiping just keep swiping up man and you get new content every time every time there's a new video that you haven't seen before hopefully on the at least on their platform you could see it on reddit or any youtube compliment 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 oh my god am i having a stroke anyways yeah you know what i'm saying youtube compilation or Facebook or wherever the fuck. And, you know, it's fine. But on the platform, it's going to register that you haven't seen it before. So you keep swiping up. It's going to show you whatever video you haven't seen before. And because the algorithm is so well constructed in that platform, it's going to be something that you're going to enjoy. I mean, it has the for you page. I mean, it's literally designed for you. It's literally designed to have you sink like 10, 15 minutes into the app. And I've been there like i i have a bad habit where i uh you know go to bed and i'll pop open tiktok and then like you know easily 15 20 minutes go by and it's like holy shit i've watched absolutely nothing beneficial to my life besides generation z kids doing shitty ass memes and i find some of them funny and and that's it that's tiktok so the idea of putting like a two minutes three minutes five minute video on a no like facebook instagram twitter something that you know people also use their phones for it's not working it's not going to work simply because tiktok kind of shows that hey a minute long is the max someone's going to watch something on their on their phone it's just the way it is obviously there's youtube netflix and stuff like that but even so 
we are videos sometimes get posted to YouTube, but we don't have a good YouTube audience. We just don't. We can we hopefully we can actually grow that here shortly because that's obviously a more stable platform for videos and hopefully for people who watch our videos on because it is a video platform. It's just, it's what it's made for. So hopefully we can make our YouTube page a little bit more better in terms of video content. Uh, but you know, the social media platforms that we use for our video content is just, it's not the play. It's just not the play. And uh, it, I don't know how to get them to change. I'm just one little guy, man. I'm just one little, I'm, I'm literally like the bottom barrel type of guys in the social media chain of administrators here. There's a lot better, uh, more qualified people in areas and social media ain't one of them for them. I feel like I'm a little more comp, like I, I like studying social media. I like understanding it. I like looking at the, how the algorithms change. Like for example, Instagram, like what, like, okay. So you have the likes, the comments, the bookmarks and the send. Uh, to like direct send somebody the bookmark is the best thing to have happen to your content like that will send it up the algorithm scale that will get more people to see it just based off somebody checking that bookmark uh ticker whatever it's called i don't know what it's called the bookmark thing so the send direct send also affects the algorithm in a very beneficial way so because it makes the content hey it tells the algorithm that this content is very shareable to have it be sent directly to somebody to view. Comments come second. It's like, hey, this content, it's good. Uh, people are you know, interacting with it, but you know, that's about it. Uh, likes, obviously it's beneficial to the algorithm, but it's not like the most exciting thing ever. It's just like, because all you do is tap, double tap, I think. And then there's a like, and then it's over. And then people move on. So the content is good enough for people to watch I don't know, maybe three seconds to double tap it and then move on. That's all the content's good for. So Instagram is not going to really push that content into other people's algorithm to see simply because it's not worth seeing. It's only like three seconds, but you know, obviously any interaction at all is more beneficial than no interaction. So our, like our videos don't do well on Instagram simply because yeah, people just want to move on to the next piece of picture, next little thing and keep going. So hopefully we can, hopefully I can change. I'm slowly, slowly getting there. Fuck. It's, it's difficult. It's very difficult. Simply because like, yeah, no, I want, I want, I want to make in like, is it, is it cliche to say I want to make an impact? I want to make an impact where I'm at. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to take ownership of something and say, Hey, I changed that. I did that. You know, it, it's, it's a good feeling. It's a feeling of like uh, a pride and accomplishment EA would say. Uh, yeah, definitely a feeling of pride and accomplishment. Anyways, I feel like I've gotten way off there. Uh, talking about the podcast, their podcast, my, sort of my podcast, but their podcast. Uh, yeah. So the high concept idea, you have written story, video on YouTube, podcast on whatever platform you're choosing. Cause hey, what's nice about a podcast, I feel like at least the way I do it, the way I produce it and send it out is through anchor.fm. And what's really beneficial about this platform is it has, you know, the anchor platform. It goes out to Spotify, Google Podcasts, and a couple other podcasting platforms as well. Obviously, Podbean, I don't think is one, but, you know, it gets it out there to multiple platforms for podcasts, which is fantastic. I mean, people already have Spotify. A lot of people have Spotify. A lot of people have Google 
I mean, it's pretty easy to get a hold of the, this podcast, but you know, I would think they would want a probably a paid service to distribute the podcast instead of a free version, simply because you probably get a little more analytical data. You probably get uh, better results in the distributing. Like you know, like if any if you know, you have a lot of people paying no paying nothing. Sorry, paying nothing to produce a podcast and send it out. There's going to be a lot of people doing that, so by using a paid service to get it out there, it might be more beneficial in the algorithm or just be more beneficial just to have people, be more beneficial in exposure, which is all I would rather, which is what I would rather have. Wow. Wow. Words are missing. So yes, I would rather have that. And what's nice about that is like all these platforms usually are for podcasts alone. Spotify being the exception here. I don't think we'd have a massive uh, listener base on Spotify. I mean, I use Spotify for music as well as some podcasts, but I definitely don't like the interface for podcasts at all. It's a terrible interface for seasons, multiple episodes. It's just, it's good if you just want to like, like what I do, just upload and be done with it. That's, that's what this is. I just upload it. I really call it a season. There's no real seasons. It's just like gone. So it'd be really hard for us to do that. Obviously they have seasons on Spotify, but it's really hard to, I don't even like when I go through my phone, I have to like scroll endlessly to get to like season one if I really wanted to. So that's really not good. However, and other applications, you can actually just hit the tab or whatever tab on there, whatever button it is, and then select a season and then bam episodes. It's fantastic. It's a lot better. It's much more better design than what Spotify offers. Not doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because at least they'll be on a platform where people are listening to uh, something already. So it's not not going to swipe through it to get to the next content. They're actually purposely going to search for it and then hopefully listen to it. Hopefully it pops up in their I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. Spotify is weird. Like sometimes new music comes out and it's only the new music thing. I don't actually see it in a feed. I have to go find it. It's fine. It's whatever. But if we have fans of the podcast, they have multiple platforms to choose from to listen to and those that's what those platforms do either in the background or actively listening doesn't matter uh because i'm be honest the way i listen to podcasts is kind of both really like i'll have it on at work or have something on at work doesn't matter which one it is and i would just be kind of like listening in the background as i edit something and then if something catches my ear like uh artificial intelligence for example if they start talking about that which i'm super interested in uh, I'll, I'll tune in like I'll be like, OK, now's my time to actually start listening to this because this is something I'm super interested in. And I'm kind of like, yeah, that's the way it's the way it should be for me personally. Like I like podcasts are like hours long. Like uh, I don't know, I guess sort of like do I, do I can I say Joe Rogan? Can I say Joe Rogan without being hated on? Probably not. But I did. used I used to like him a lot more than I do now. I feel like maybe he's always been this way, but. He's kind of gone off the edge nowadays, I feel like. But a couple years ago, I was super into it. He had some really good guests, some good guests talking about interesting topics. I think he, one of my favorite episodes, actually, he had uh, Dorian Yates, a bodybuilder. And they just talked about bodybuilding for like three hours and diet and life and just all sorts of good shit. And I was like, damn, this is great. This is fantastic. Maybe it was only an hour and a half now I think about it. It doesn't matter. Uh, just, you know, something at least more than 45 minutes. And I'm like super into that. I, I like podcasts that go on for a while. Just p- 
people talking about themselves, people talking about their interests, people talking about what they think about this because they're an expert at why. It doesn't matter. It's something I like and something I enjoy. However, that's talking to some people at work. It's not, I am definitely the outlier in that. There's a lot of people at work that like, you know, an hour or less or an hour max, like, Hey, after that, I'm done. And I feel like I get the feeling that they are more active listeners in the podcast or in a podcast. Like they're super in depth into it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm just there to listen to it and then get out here and there. Like, I just want to listen to it. Just have some background noise, have some static and that's it. Obviously for business, for an institution, this is probably not the best way to present it simply because like, you know, I mean, if it feels like the people who are being interviewed are wasting their time because like there's no active listeners. So they don't, why would they listen anymore? I, I can buy that. I can see that. So that's fine. That's fine. I was thinking maybe an hour max for the institution podcast. That would be fine. I think that'd be great to have. Uh, but there's only thing that's going to happen either. <laughs> I get nothing. Uh, I designed this podcast, not my, not deadly, not about a podcast, but the institution podcast to be sort of like Pat McAfee, Joe Rogan esque, you know, just two people having a conversation about social society, I guess you can say society and, uh, current issues, philosophy, anything, just anything. Cause I feel like it's more humanistic, you know, like I feel like this whole, uh, the pandemic, I, I, I people are tired of talking about the pandemic, but it's going to be talked about for a while. Simply because like we had a whole year of where, you know, some people who were responsible took, you know, very, took it very seriously. And so you know, we're social distance forever, like very much so didn't see family, didn't see a lot of their friends, didn't go out, just not sociable at all. So maybe having a podcast where two people are just, you know, just talking, just, it might feel comforting. You know, it's like the only way they can get a little bit more, just, it's not, obviously it's, it's not the most, the best social experience, but it's a little bit better. And instead of doing that, we are doing a professional development podcast. And I, I don't know what that means. Again, I'm back at that. What is professional development? Is that just like, top 10 power ties to where to work to show your boss you're a boss bitch like what is what is professional development even mean i don't even know i i I honestly couldn't like does it mean we cater to one profession do we just cater to i don't know health and human services for example do we just cater to business do we cater like i feel like professional development is a huge but also small topic that people either a are going to be interested in for maybe just one episode maybe two at max, depending on what they want out of it and then move on to something else and then figure out that, Hey, uh, so-and-so has a much better podcast cause they had motherfucking Bill Gates on it. And he gives really good advice on, uh, nonprofits, you know, like, so how do we, it just seems like obviously the competing in the podcast world, especially now where some asshole with a sure seven FB microphone, like I do, you know, like it's hard to compete because so many people have access to really good, uh, audio equipment, simple tools to use to record and then put something out and put something together. It, it's fantastic, but also makes it really hard to compete in. Like we're, we're a big institution versus, you know, some guy in his basement who is a wizard with a podcast and uh, can develop a much better podcast than we can. We have to compete with that. And not even that, we also have to compete with 
Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all the big social media platforms, TikTok especially. Like people don't understand like when you pick up that phone, you're competing against a lot of other people. Like we have to make people want to listen to our podcast over other people's professional development podcasts, other companies' professional development podcasts, uh, and then also compete against TikTok. You know, like if you don't, it doesn't make sense, but at the same time, like that person has one screen. Those speakers can only do one thing, and that is to play either TikTok or a podcast of their choosing. And that's just the way it is. I mean, that's why we have so many social media platforms have literally the same features. Uh, Twitter has fleets, which is like Instagram stories. And let's be, let's be honest here. Instagram stories kind of started because of the way Snapchat was. I mean, Snapchat was Snapchat and you'd have a story or a picture or whatever that lasted for so long and then disappeared. Now Facebook has it, but you know, Facebook is, you know, owns Instagram. So it makes sense for them to have it too. And then YouTube has their own thing as well, I believe. So all these platforms have their own little features that are the exact same because they're all competing against each other, not necessarily in content, but just in screen time. Like if someone's not on Twitter and they're on Facebook, that's a loss on Twitter. Twitter doesn't like that. How does Twitter get people back on Facebook by having the same feature for I don't know, other content creators to use to put on their platform? So, you know, you have... I don't know, Ryan Reynolds posts funny meme and their, his stories on Facebook can now post it on fleets. And he, that's a bad example, but you get the picture. So people get the same content they would go to Facebook for and then no longer have to go to Facebook for. They can just stay on Twitter because their content creator that they like is now posting that same content in these similar style features. That, I mean, we had to compete against that. We had to compete against a lot of things. It is so... And not even that's just we, just in content creators in general. Because they're, I mean, oh man, we can get the whole thing there. All social media things a mess, but we have to compete against that. And that's hard for us to do. Simply because, like I said, our content we produce now doesn't get the best views. Doesn't get a whole lot of reads. Doesn't get a whole lot of watches. Doesn't get a really good average view time. Or not even really good interaction on social media, just in the post itself. It's just, it exists. It, sometimes it gains traction, sometimes it doesn't. It's fine, it's whatever. So I was thinking, hopefully, but you know, the podcast that I had in mind would be better than the podcast they have in mind, simply because it's the same type of content, just in, in audio form. Like, obviously, the podcast form that I was thinking of was, you know, would have someone, they would talk about, you know, cybersecurity, for example. It's a big topic here where I work at. Cybersecurity, for example. Uh, the video they had me produce talked about the scholarship, talked about a software that they're using from a company that gave them I, I kind of like a really good discount. Maybe it was free. I forget. It doesn't matter. And that, that's the video. I would take them onto the podcast, interview them, talk to them, and maybe not even talk about that at all because that's already a video thing. That could also be another written piece as well, the the, the go with the video so the podcast would have them on we can talk about that but more in more detail like you know they use the software to protect uh you know against certain crime well how often does this crime happen you know who who who's the vulnerable population in this crime you know stuff like that just really just try to like be more than just a selling tool that the video is for uh just really just i don't know talk to people that's what I just want. You know, I just have a really good conversation. But no, 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 no. That's not good enough. Uh, professional development podcast. I don't even know. I, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. I wish I knew. 
I because like I feel like it's not it's it's not the podcast that I wanted to design. It's not the podcast I did design. It's not the podcast I kind of put a lot of posts no pre production into, but it's the podcast they are going for, and I don't even know how to fucking do that because again, what is professional like? Is it's such a it's such like a, a narrow concept and narrow topic to even talk about. But at the same time, it's kind of broad too. Cause like professional development in, in what, in what, in what area, like in entrepreneurship and teaching and engineering, uh, cybersecurity, I guess. Like, what is it? What, what do we, what, what do I, what, I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm going to have to like actually listen to some professional development podcast, hate myself for doing it. Cause Oh my God, believe it or not, I don't want to fucking listen to it. I don't want to listen to it. I'd rather listen to, uh, I don't know, Dissect. Speaking of Dissect, new season just started. They're talking about Yeezus. It's fantastic. I love it already. It's great. It's fantastic. Guess why? Because it's entertaining. It's informative. It's, I don't know, a sort of current. I don't know, Kanye West is always sort of in the news, so it's sort of current. But it's also talking about social issue, it, issues. It's talking about social issues because of, you know, the lyrics in Yeezus. So it, it, it's it's good. It's topical. But no, 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 no. They don't want. They don't want something like that. They want something like top ten power ties. You know what I mean? I mean top ten tips to put on your resume. Something. I don't know. I, I'm probably really being disingenuous to the to podcasts out there that do professional development topics. Really good, really successful, and I'm here shitting on them because I don't know anything about it, and that's that's bad. That's bad me. Bad Dilly. It, it's bad. <sighs> Anyways, I just needed to like kind of vent a little. That's what the sister and do. Like I said, this is a podcast where I just vent and talk about shit happening in my life. And uh, that's what I wanted to talk about for this episode. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to wrap it up uh, because normally I, ha- I do these uh, Mondays or record Monday, then hopefully get it up on Tuesday, which is the plan. But instead, I decided to finish a little Outriders video. Go watch it right now on YouTube. I talk about how fine it will be. It will be the most average third-person shooter you'll ever play. It'll just be fine. And I I, I can I can wait to play it, but I'm not going to because I'm going to play it Monday, not Monday, sorry, on Thursday nights and then stream it a little bit more Friday for hopefully a while. Uh, it'll be it'll be all right. <laughs> like that is the way Outriders will probably go down. Is it like, yeah, yeah, no, it was all right. It was fine. Uh, we played it. We had fun. And then it moves on and we move on. But uh, yeah, so I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you all for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed this ramble of some crazy old man with a microphone. Uh, I'm live on twitch.tv slash deadly nutterbutter. We uh, obviously going to play Outriders, but I'm also playing uh, Zomboid. I think I'm saying that right. Hopefully saying that right. Really good game. Project Zomboid. Check it out. I'll see you later. Thank you again for tuning in. Bye bye.